Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, this is MC Quest. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson. Hi, I'm Tony Moore. I am David Mack. I'm Nick Spencer. This is Ethan Van Skybro. This is Brian Jail Glass. This is Jason Burroughs. This is Arthur Saddam. Chris G. Russo. This is Nick Berucci with Dynamite Entertainment, president and publisher. You are listening to Superfly Comics and Games. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. The Superfly Video Games and Comic Book Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. Network. Superfly podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. We're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only. This is the best podcast on all the internet. If you don't believe me, then you're an asshole. What is up, everybody? This is episode number 244 of the official Superfly Comics and Games podcast. I am Thatcher E. Cleveland, coming at you from the Fly Hard compound in Shelbyville, Tennessee. And joining me as they do every Monday right here on the PanelsOnPages.com podcast network are the fine, fine, exceptionally fine gentlemen of Superfly Comics and Games in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And we are here giving you that virtual comic shop experience. We're talking comics, we're talking movies, we're talking video games, just all kinds of stuff. And uh, speaking of all kinds of stuff, he is, I feel like this has been a record lately to get you on here two shows in a row. He is Dr. Doctor, the real King Travis, CBS, PhD, slash dot gov. Travis, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, uh, I spent the week agreeing with people. And uh, in rare form, I, then, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I agree with people, and uh, <laughs> I want to announce my candidacy for the president of the United States. I feel, and, like, I, I feel like you would be a perfect vice president for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I feel like you could be Bernie Sanders, Bernie Mac, <laughs> just start slapping people as they got off trains, yeah. Vice President today was at <laughs> what's the Grand Central Station again, slapping people as they got off the trains, yelling catchphrases from eighties movies. Highway to the danger zone. Slap. <laughs> uh, well good luck. Best of luck to you. Yeah. I think I, I think I can get in as a write in ballot. There's, Lord knows there's enough people running for president, so Write me in, America. Write him in. For what? We have no idea, but write him in. Uh, speaking of writing, uh, he is a man who doesn't have to run because he's already president. He is the owner, president, 
Chief Executive Operating Officer and Commander-in-Chief of Superfly Comics and Games in Yellow Springs, Ohio. He is Tony Berry. Tony, what's up, man? How are you doing? I have no idea what's going on. Oh, man. I was... Ugh. Go. I have this... I have, yes, I have this go, because it's his turn to introduce himself. He Sorry. literally said one sentence. Sorry. And you're already up his ass again, like you were last week. Do you remember what happened last week? He almost died. Sorry. I'm I'm still trying to. <laughs> You're still rushing toward death's sweet embrace. Um well what I was gonna say uh, is that I, I managed to take a full day off this week. For the first time since uh, April. And then Jared got tonsillitis. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't take days off. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I got a whole, I got a day off and it was really nice, but the last couple of days have been really hard. Yeah. I feel like at some point you guys are going to have to find yourself a third beetle. I uh, god, I'm trying. You know, I know that the search is is never ending and that, you know, um, it's not easy. Many have tried. All have failed. It's like the aggro crag. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe what Tony, maybe you should set up some sort of Hunger Games style competition. With like really difficult feats like showing up on time and <laughs> knowing the alphabet. See, I've already got one of those. <laughs> And it just makes me sad. <laughs> it's an American Ninja Warrior type layout in the back room now. Speaking of which, Tony is he's he's rocking it with the nunchucks lately. Dude, I look like I've been in a fight right now. Well, it, apparently you've been just fighting yourself. I've got bruises on the tops of both of my hands. Like, all down my right wrist, on both my elbows, both my knees, my right calf, and a huge bruise uh, on my upper right thigh. That's a nasty one. It's pretty spectacular. Like, it's one of the biggest bruises I think I've ever had. Um, it's, prob it's probably about two inches in diameter. Maybe wow. three. Yeah, no, dem nunchucks. Dem chucks. Dem but I'm getting a lot more comfortable. I'm getting a lot more comfortable with them and doing some things that I had previously not been able to do, and getting some speed on and stuff like that. I'm fairly pleased with where I'm at with that right now. So that's a thing, I guess. I yeah. put a video up. If you're on my Facebook, you can probably watch it. Whatever day that was, I posted it. I don't know, Thursday. Wednesday? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You're on the internet. Figure it out. Check. <laughs> Date check yourself. Figure it out. Well, going going from there, from the nunchucking, and be like, as, as you mentioned, conspicuous by his absence, Jared Whitaker, down for the count. 
It's funny because finally like, a virus that beat him. I saw I saw him on Facebook that like he was going to urgent care, and I was like, you know, I'm I bet he's not DJing at special edition this weekend. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that, I, I didn't even see that. Well, that's because you don't you don't Facebook. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you don't. Which you know we've been meaning to talk to you about because it's look, it's not good. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes doing it, but we have to. Apparently, we just have to. It's for the good yeah. of the community, Travis. Yeah. I wouldn't have known about Tony's nunchuck video otherwise. I might have said something about it. I don't know. Well, I saw that bruise Wednesday when I was there, too. Aren't you just so great? Wednesday, you could actually see the impression of the the nunchuck itself. What do, what do you call a singular chuck? Like a chuck? That's the shaft. Okay, the <laughs> shaft. You could see the shaft. I had a shaft bruise on my ass, yes. <laughs> yeah. Imprinted. Oh, we're just talking about the shaft. <laughs> wasn't like that. Okay. <laughs> I won't. No, I'm good. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, yeah. remember your place, Travis. Yeah, we're still waiting for you to remember your place, Travis. So, yeah. yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, so Jared, Jared is out. But let's, you know, we, the, the, sh- the show's got to go on. And that means let's, uh, let's, let's do some super fun news. This news. Uh, the van's in the shop. It's a convention. That's exciting. Um, hopefully we can get it fixed before we have to drive down to Louisville in two weeks. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for... Is that for... That's for That'll Derby be for Derby City. City. Yeah. Which is a great show, and I anticipate going too. Period. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's been a stressful day. I'm a little low energy. I apologize. Um, this coming weekend, this Saturday, is Yellow Spring Street Fair. And uh, we're going to have in the house uh, Mr. Dirk Manning and Tony Miello talking their wares and doing their things. And that's pretty exciting. Um, other street fair activities. You know, you got the beer garden going on. They're closing down the streets and all kinds of Vendors are showing up and doing their stuffs. It's always a it's always a to do. Yeah, it is a, it is a good to do. Are you um, are you guys going to be doing any kind of like art show stuff for it, or is it just just the signing? Uh, well, I can't. I had to stop doing the art show stuff when Jared started going to conventions every street <laughs> fair. Every street fair. Yeah. Um, this is the first street fair I'm going to have him present for, uh, and like, like after four absences. So we've kind of broken that habit. So at this point, it's just it's just riding out the retail day, really. What uh, are you, are you guys sailing at all? No, nah, it's not worth it. No one, no one comes out for the sales. We've we eventually realized that running a sale that day ultimately is is just giving people 
discounts who aren't expecting it and wouldn't have aren't changing their buying habits based on it. So we're just gonna ride the wave. I'm gonna mark everything up. <laughs> oh my god, please do that. That would no, be amazing. I'm not gonna do that. That would be hilarity. No, I mean I always feel really weird not not running a sale on Street Fair, but I, I ran a couple experiments, I did some science and ultimately it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. All I'm doing is giving money away. And it's like that, that like really always... no measurable benefit. So yeah. fuck it. I mean, those people aren't... I mean, some of those people are coming back as repeat customers, but they're not coming back as repeat customers because they got a discount that, that day. You know, they don't even notice how, how busy Street Fair is. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, I think that, that was always sort of like a weird bit of like back and forth Yellow Springs discussion. Mm-hmm. Of like, hey, is it worth doing it because you've already got a bunch of people in there? Or not. I mean, it's not like Free Comic Book Day because it's not like this is the only thing that you're doing. Every other place in town, like the entire town, is doing mm-hmm. street fair. Like, there's a well, lot of people there. And it's really hard to set your to establish yourself as as a destination stop at, at street fair because there is so much going on. There is so much competition and so much distraction. You like. Like the art, like the the art shows, kind of just felt like they were in the way. The discounts kind of just feel like we're giving money away to people who aren't really appreciating that they're getting the sale anyway. Because what what ends up happening is like, all right, well, the sale price today is going to be this, and they they go, oh, it's a sale today, huh? And then they buy the thing they're buying anyway, and then leave. And it's like that's not that's not good for business at all. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, that's why you're the boss. That's right. That's why he is the boss. I really want to fix something to the entrance of the store when Tony comes in. The Ric Flair music starts playing, and he Please does this don't. awesome <laughs> and this awesome spin as he walks in like taking it all in and fireworks are shooting off every time he comes in the store. So w- would you say the party doesn't start till I walk spin? Exactly. <laughs> in lieu of a, of a slidey pole, I want to do something extremely flammable to the store. We're not going to do that. Yeah, no. I was going to say the idea, the, the concept, the idea of you coupled with the phrase extremely flammable and then the store no. This no. just in, that's a bad idea. <laughs> what did I see? What did I see on the news the other day? Like uh people are taking videos of themselves having uh, Roman candle fights. And it, like if you YouTube it, you get to see a bunch of dumb guys get shot in the face with Roman candles. So that's pretty stupid. Pretty rampant. Yeah, is that a new thing? Yeah, that's that's apparently a, a new thing. Is no, that I missaid like... that. I missaid that. That's been going on forever. People have been shooting each other with, with Roman candles since the advent of Roman candles. 
Yeah, I was going to hmm. say, I feel like that is a thing that, like, that's not necessarily new. You know, but... but Maybe yeah. I just like shooting fireworks off in the sky. I mean, the only, like, cool firework thing that I've seen recently that I've never seen before was someone taking a bottle rocket to a frozen lake and, like, part of the, like, lake... Where the like and like the, where the ice was, like part of it was broken off. So they lit the bottle rocket and they put it just under the ice, so it runs like uh, perpendicular. No, it runs parallel to the ice, and so it shoots out under the ice. And then when it explodes, the ice on the top of the pond just all like shatters in all directions. Oh, that's slick. Yeah, like that's cool. I'd never seen that before. But people attacking themselves with fireworks, I feel like that. Yeah, like you said. Idiots have been doing that for years. Hmm. For years. Uh, I guess I guess I never knew about it until the advent of YouTube. I've Which has been, been around for years. <laughs> <laughs> also years. Also years. Hey, did you guys hear about this new thing called YouTube? <laughs> it's amazing. You know you can watch playlists of oh. 80s horror movie trailers? Oh my god. Blood Ocean. I keep expecting Travis to call you up and be like, Hey Tony, Tony Barry, <laughs> you know this new thing they're doing now with motion pictures on the internet? Well, listen to this. I had to change up the quote a lot. And I feel like it lost a lot in translation, but I'm still mm. gonna. St- I still sp- I powered through it, and I did it anyway. You took it like a champ. Yeah, that's what they say about me. That's commitment. Yeah. Anyway. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I got, I got, I got nothing else. I was gonna say, I, you know what I was gonna do? I was gonna try to find some way to segue into that Onion article uh, about the Ohio comic shop owner who wonders how he's still in business. Uh, um, that article is a paragraph. It, it, well, yeah, time. exactly. I mean, it's, you know, and it's The Onion. Yeah. So it's also parody, um, which most people forget. And also people forget that there's more than one site that does that. That's not just The Onion. I don't know if you've encountered that phenomenon where it's like... I like, have. Yeah. Yeah, like there was the one uh, I saw, like, a couple months ago that was about uh, oh, oh Bradley Cooper I couldn't remember his name for a second how he um, married the wife of the American Sniper guy to get more into the role of the, the guy from American Sniper but it was like so weirdly written that I'm like I honestly can't tell if this is a parody site or not I'm like, this is either like a real... And I was like, did I not hear about this? Like, what the fuck? I think you would have heard about that. Yeah, exactly. I was very... I mean, I don't normally pay attention to things like that. And I I honestly don't give a shit about American Sniper at all. Like, I don't care. Well, it's over. Yeah. Well, no, it's never going to be over. Okay, first of all, it's like the Vietnam of movies. Like, that thing's never going to be over. The Vietnam movies. It is. It's still cropping up because now it's on Blu-ray. And so everywhere that you go, oh, American Sniper. American Sniper, you guys. He snipered those guys. He snipered those bad guys. Remember how he snipered those guys? 
And he's from America? Yeah. Because of America and snipering. I don't want to turn this into a political thing, but, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm... That's <laughs> my official I have a feeling, uh, you know, that horse has already left the gate, if you know what I mean. Pew, um, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. USA. <laughs> pew, USA. Pew, USA. Pew. That's the whole movie. I just did American Sniper for you. You guys don't have to get it on Blu-ray anymore. Eastwood's going to punch you in the face if you are in the same room with him. Yeah, and he probably would knock you the fuck out because he's Clint Eastwood, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, we get it. He shot a bunch of guys. Congratulations, I guess. Good job that they were the right guys. Air quotes on air quotes on the right guys. Anyway, moving on. Ted's hatred. This this episode should be called American Sniper. No, it shouldn't. More like American Diaper. Am I right? High fives, high fives, high fives. Knuckle buster. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'll yeah. see you guys later. Yeah, look. <laughs> look, this isn't pretty, but this is the show. And we're going to get through it. It'll be a goddamn miracle. <laughs> like, okay, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about another giant disaster. Or a video game that portrays a giant disaster. Not unlike the way this show has gone so far in the first 20 minutes. Fallout 4 trailer came out. Now, I don't give a shit about Fallout 4, but at least I respect its right to exist, unlike American Diaper. So, Tony, you're our resident Fallout expert. Because I, f- I always forget how many hours you put in on Fallout 3. Uh, 600. 600? Okay. I always 600 say, plus. 600 plus. Is that more or less than Skyrim? Uh, it, uh, it roughly tied Skyrim. And that's like the same game studio, right? Because I'm yeah. the game studio. Yeah. Okay. And I put 300 hours into New Vegas. I would have put in more, but it pricked my system. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, Which I, was delightful. Because that was the thing. Like, I was talking to Alex and Jonathan about that. I was like, don't they put stuff out too soon? Because when I first saw the announcement, I thought it meant that it was already out. Like, I thought that we knew that Fallout 4 was being done. And pe- then people started talking about Fallout 4. I was like, oh, it must have come out this week. No, we, I mean, it's been in the wind. Like, you know, it's one of those, like, everybody's Fallout since was tingling. It was clear that they were working on a project. And if you look at the order of sequence, they pretty much always do a Fallout game, and then an Elder Scrolls game, and then a Fallout game, and then an Elder Scrolls game. And it was Fallout's turn. Yeah. Um, it's what, two weeks before E3, too? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they're, they're coming up to a big announcement, so, I mean, clearly it's it's going to be that. Uh, my recommendation for you, Tad, is that you commence giving a shit about Fallout, because those games are great. Yeah, I mean, it looked like... I mean, I just... It's rare that I get into those sort of, like, immersive... Style. Like, I didn't really touch Skyrim at all. Um, but I have been playing, and it's pr- pretty, pretty much because it's the only game that, like, I kind of really like right now, is I got back into playing Destiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, like, up at level 25 on Destiny now. Um, okay. Which is cool. Um, wow. I have no character that high. Actually, I think I am 25. Tony, you still have, like, three level 30-something characters, right? Uh, yeah, I got... 
two thirty twos and a thirty one. Did you did you ever? There's a heartbreaking story there. <laughs> did you ever get uh, the new expansion? Yeah, I bought the season pass. Okay. Um, I, I've been so busy, I really haven't gotten a chance to play it at all. Is the thing? I mean, I've played it a little bit. I've done most of it, but I don't know. Sort of, the honeymoon's sort of over. Honestly, that that whole thing that that heartbreaking story I just referenced mm-hmm. that that really took the, the steam out of my sails on on Destiny. There was an, there was an Iron Banner bit that uh, just broke my heart. <laughs> Because you kept doing it over and over again. I grinded the fuck out of Iron Banner. It's a week long thing. It's it's a it's a it's a crucible. It's a PvP um, challenge where if you get a certain amount of experience doing this certain type of play match um, while the thing is active, uh, you can get this extra special gear. And it was going to be the way I was going to get all my characters up to thirty two because I really don't like raiding. Um, and I played it through and I got my first character to level 5 and I got his shit and I got my second character to level 5 but I didn't have enough money to buy that person's gear so I went on to the third character got him up to level 5, got his shit then I went back into the play just like the regular missions and went for money grinding and got enough money to buy the, the last piece of armor I needed bought it with the active character I was playing as and went to bed with like 2 hours left out of the 7 days I was coming home, I was grinding this game for like 12 hours at a time, like just in PvP, and I don't like PvP. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm shocked that you did that much of it. Yeah, I put a lot of effort into getting this gear to get all my characters to max level, and uh, when I woke up in the morning, I found out that I had bought two chest plates for the active character and had failed to buy the chest plate for my third character. And it kind of broke how much I wanted to play that game. It really, like, it, you know, it completely broke me out of the daily play. Um, yeah, I haven't even, like, touched that stuff at all. I'm still, because we have Dark Below. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, like, making my way through those. Um, but it's also, like, yeah, like, I went on a, on a raid, like, one of the ones that I hadn't done before, like, one of the raids on Mars. And I had to quit halfway through because one of the guys on it, he was, excuse me, he was on one of those giant, like, interceptors. And You're talking was, about strikes, by the way. Oh, okay. There's only there's only two raids. That's, that's fair. Okay. So, yeah. I see, I always, and I always, like, there's, like, three different kinds of ways to do it, and I always get the terminology wrong. Yeah, you're but, talking yeah. about strikes. So, but yeah, that's, I'm, anyway, sure. I'm, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing the strike with the three people. And they're two strangers, which I hate. Sure. The most part, but whatever. Yeah, I don't have to listen to them. It's not like I'm on the PS4. It's not. I feel like on the Xbox, you always ended up being stuck listening to people. And on the PS4, I haven't had that problem. So I don't know if that's the game being better or a system difference, but whatever. But yeah, the guys on the giant interceptor thing, and event like he's riding it up through the tu- like tunnels on Mars, mm-hmm. and it barely fits. And it's like we're stuck behind him as he's like rolling around on it and then like he finally has to get off and he gets on another one and eventually he just starts hitting me with it he and like he backs over me like he kills me with it three times before I realize he's doing it on purpose and I'm like oh okay 
That's weird. There's there's not normally a lot of that kind of griefing in this game. That's that's a startling. I'm startled to hear that. Yeah. So I mean, I, don't I mean, know. there's dicks everywhere, but that's I've not had a lot of that kind of experience with with Destiny in particular. But anyway, we're getting we're getting away we're getting away from Fallout. But it's like I've been playing. The, I feel like Destiny and Fallout. Maybe I'm a little I'm wrong here. But I from what I heard when you were playing Fallout a lot. Because mm-hmm. it was when I was at the store, and you know, you, you'd be at the store, you'd go home, you'd play Fallout, you'd come home, you'd tell me about Fallout, and I said not to complain, like I was genuinely interested, but I was just like, eh, it's just not the kind of like at the time, I didn't have that kind of time to put into a game like that. I just didn't. Sure. Um, my situation. And it's was, and it's a time intensive game too. Exactly. So I mean, don't. Yeah, and like you know, at the time, like my situation would not warrant at the time would not have warranted that. Uh, things have changed. We have four PS4s in the house and four large screen TVs. Like, the yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, the situation warrants it now. Like, Alex just got uh, uh, Witcher 3 today, and she's super excited for it. I don't know what that is. I know it's a game. It's another one of those long ones. Yeah, so, I mean, she's probably going to be playing that for fucking ever, or until she gets bored of it. I don't know. But anyway, it seems to me that Destiny and Fallout... This is the point I've been trying to make for the last five minutes, and I keep failing because I'm a motor mouth. But they seem kind of similar. So now that I've played Destiny more, I feel like I would be more... I Going into Fallout, I would be more interested in that kind of gameplay where I hadn't been before. They're, they're similar in that they're time sinks. Um, they're... They're really not very similar at all, though. Yeah, story-wise, uh, thing, anyway. Well, even structurally. The thing about Fallout, and obviously, you know, Fallout 4 could could be completely different. I feel like that would be atypical. For, that would be surprising. Um, but it could be completely different. But, like, Fallout 3, New Vegas, Oblivion, Skyrim all have had this same sort of thing where there's, there's a, a plot, there's a mission path. You can go... And follow the plot, and get from point A to point B to point C to mish to, to game end, mm-hmm. pretty quick. But the thing is, it is completely open world. The thing, like with 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 Destiny, you know, you got this hub that you're traveling back to, and you're going back yeah. and forth between different planets, and you're going through like prescribed story missions again and again and again and again. And those are running through the same places, and yeah. you can and you can travel through like to each world kind of open world but not not like fallout yeah no i mean yeah i'm gonna say because it definitely seems that like the skyrim fallout games they're much more open world in the way that grand theft auto yeah that's a much better comparison yeah i mean that's yeah i i I meant just sort of like in the style of like oh you're like you have a character and you level up stuff and like you're leveling up your weapons and you're doing things to get better gear, where something yeah. like the open world games that I've played before, like Grand Theft Auto, it's like, yeah, you're leveling some, but not like as much. At least, especially like not in five, you know. Yeah, no, there are definitely some very strong role play elements going on in in the Fallout and, and uh, Elder Scrolls games for sure. Um, the thing I really like, I dig about Fallout is the VAT system. Which is so basically, you're you're it's ultimately it's an FPS, right? It's an open world FPS that uh, tends to have uh, shooter role playing game 
hybrid connectivity going on, right? And uh, you're rolling, you're rolling around in real time. You, know, you run up on a uh, on a mutant or a super mutant or a robot or some dick you don't like, right? And you can start popping off rounds at them, or you can throw a grenade, or you can go up and engage in melee, or you go into your VATS menu, and all of a sudden it's turn based, and it gives you like the the whole the whole world freezes. You go kind of into bullet time almost, and you can pick your target. And you got all these percentages based on your stats. You know, you can try and shoot them in the head. You got a 49% chance of hitting there. But if you go for the body, you got an 86% chance of hitting there. But if you go for either the arms, it's like a 70% chance, but you might cripple them. Or you could go for the legs or whatever, you know. But if you hit that head, it's a kill shot. Uh-huh. And you, so you can, like, you can try and min-max your stats there. Or you can take your chances and try to manually aim and see if you can pick them off, right? And there will be times when you've got your sniper rifle out, and if you go into VATS, you got a 10% chance of getting your headshot. But you know you can manually hit that. You pop it off and you get them first go by doing it manual. So there's a lot of that going on, and those stats and things will change based on your, you know, what your level is and what kind of guns you're using and what your experience level is in relation to the types of guns you're using. But it's also the kind of thing where you can level up your speech craft and talk your way out of most fights and you can level up your stealth and sneak your way around most other fights or you can just go balls out on heavy equipment and like just load up your power armor and lob grenades at them and fucking kill them all Uh, so there's, there's a lot of options in gameplay generally speaking you have a lot of options about killing or not killing the NPCs who may or may not be relevant to uh, story, not imperative missions. Uh, you can align yourself with different factions, which will change the way other people respond to you. And the thing about Fallout too is it's supposed it's supposed to apocalyptic wasteland. You're always fighting hunger. You're always fighting radiation. You're always like you know supplies are pretty important. You're not just gonna yeah. stumble across doctors and first aid kits all over the place you know theoretically by the end if you're a good scavenger you'll have plenty but there will be times when resources are going to be pretty scarce and bullets will be pretty scarce and you have to switch up what kinds of guns you're using because you're out of pistol rounds and you sure didn't train in shotguns but you got all these shotgun rounds and that death claw is coming right the fuck at you so you gotta figure out shotguns right now interesting interesting yeah i don't Mm. for some reason I mean, of the two, of the two Bethesda games, I would say that I would gravitate more toward Fallout. But yeah, like when I saw, like that was the thing, like on Wednesday, I was like, you know, I'm getting paid tomorrow. If Fallout 4 is out, what the fuck? Like I may just buy Fallout 4, you know, on Friday. I think December is what they were saying. Yeah, Amazon, because then I looked, you know, because I watched the trailer when I got home. Which is cool. It's a very cool trailer. Um, and then, then, like, they're like, "Oh, they've got like a whole pre-order thing." And I'm like, "Oh, that's bum. That's, you know, that sucks." And I went to Amazon. I think Amazon says December 31st, which is totally like a placeholder date. Oh yeah. It seems. So maybe they'll get me if you know E3 is in two weeks. Maybe maybe October. the big announcement is that it's done and coming out now. That would be like amazing. the Sega Saturn. Yeah. It's like or like a Beyonce album. Like, yeah, we're just putting it out. It whatever. Yeah. But well, I mean, I mean like, Batman Batman comes out in a couple weeks too. 
Yeah, uh, Jonathan put down uh, $15 on Arkham Knight, so that'll be a thing. I don't know if I'm going to need to buy my own copy or not. Because a lot of times, like, like, he bought Alien Isolation, mm. and he's been playing that, and a lot of times when he plays stuff, we just watch him play it. And, like, I was sort of thinking about getting Alien Isolation, but then he bought it and started playing it, and I was like, well, I'll just watch him play it. Like, I remember that. It's, it's, a, it's a lot easier. It's part. about the same experience, honestly. Yeah, because it's... As much as I love that game, watching it and playing it are about the same thing. Yeah, because it's like, we'll be in the living... Because his room is, like, right off of the den. So, like, we'll be in there, and then it's like... So, like we'll hear him be so like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, shit. Oh, oh shit. God. Oh, God. Oh, and God. then we'll all, like, stick our heads in and be like, what's going on? And he's like, the fucking thing. There's a fucking thing right there. And then, like, you know, so, you know, every once in a while, just kind of like, we would walk by and stick your head in, the, in there, and hopefully he's playing Alien Isolation and not doing something else. Um, you know, fingers crossed that hasn't happened yet, but, you know. Wow. Hey, it's, it's a decent-sized house, but it's not that big, you know. There are four of us. I don't, um, I don't know. Batman Batman might be one of the ones you might want to play. I, oh no! Oh yeah! I, see, that's the thing is, I don't know what I and what I mean by I need to get my own copy is I don't want to be like Jonathan's playing Arkham Knight and then I'm like, well, I want to play Arkham Knight. And he's like, well, I'm already playing it. Well, get it the fuck out of your system and let me. No, I'm gonna need to like buy my own copy. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna need to buy my own copy. And, it's and the no, guy from. It's the guy from uh, Fringe. The doctor from Fringe is doing the voice of Scarecrow. Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. I've watched a lot of things. I thought I saw something where they said that they revealed who the Arkham Knight was, but apparently they didn't. It's supposed to be revealed in the comic, is what I heard. My first thought was that it was going to be Jason Todd, but apparently... Apparently he's in there. Yeah, the Red Hood is... Because I think that was part of the reason why Jonathan put down money on it, was because he wanted the Red Hood stuff. Because GameStop, and that's how games work now, apparently. Uh, Damn it, that means I'm probably going to have to buy a physical copy of this game. Yeah. You can wait for the DLC to come out in a month. That's true, there's that too. I mean, I'll probably just go and get it when it comes out. Yeah. You know, like, I don't don't really want to put down money on it right now. I just just don't. But Fallout 4, I mean, but so, I mean, aside from the fact, it looks, from the trailer... It looks like it's more of a prequel. Yeah. It's well, it's hard to know at, at this point. The thing is, the, the other thing about Fallout is that it's set in the real world. They're always in real cities. Fallout Three was in Washington D.C. This one's in Boston. Um, and it, again, we don't really know. Um, the way Fallout Three worked is, you start. You live in, in very quick succession as, as the training level, um, your, your entire young person life in the vault. And you get this sense of like the community and whatever, you know, this is the vault. Everyone lives in the vault. No one leaves the vault. Are you crazy? And then the vault opens up and you stumble out into this post-nuclear wasteland and discover that you and your people have been in this vault for like 200 years. Um, so I, from from what we've seen so far, I don't. I mean, if if we got somebody coming out of the vault, I'm inclined to believe that it's still been that that same period of time. I don't know. 
I think that trailer was just sort of a, hey, let's get hyped about Fallout more than this is going to be a story of of the war. Yeah. Though, it's again, it's hard to know. Yeah, because it does seem like they could go either way with it. You know, like you could do, or you could even do a thing, you know, just, you know, from hearing that. So you could just be like, yeah, it's a different group of people, or it's people that were already out you know, is yeah, it, I mean, different, different the, parts it, of the world were affected differently by by the war. It, what it was was a, a huge uh, nuclear, nuclear strike. Uh, yeah, it was a nuclear war with China, is is what the plot is. And uh, this company, Vault Tech, has built all these vaults um, scattered throughout America, and people, survivors, were locked up in there. But it turned out Vault Tech had all kinds of other ulterior plans and ran wicked bizarre social experiments on a lot of the vaults. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell was in the last one. Yes. And, uh... Liam Neeson was your dad. It's gone. <laughs> Liam Neeson chased it away. It was taken... Ironically, it was taken by Liam Neeson. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. You're going to be taken. <laughs> Taken by me. You're going in the vault. <laughs> You're going in the vault to do whatever. Anyway, I don't, like, across the different games, like events that have happened in the different games sometimes have like passive references, but they almost never have any direct connections. Because again, they're absolutely different groups of people and like far apart and it's like five games. games. No reason to interact with each other. Uh, yeah, like the Final Fantasy games. So like what about yeah, because it's like no one ever talks about. At least I never hear anyone talk about Fallout One or Two. Yeah, don't. They just, they just were like, there were games that came out. It's like like it's like Grand Theft Auto One and Two. No one ever talks about those. It's always three. Yeah. Fallout Fallout One and Two are like they're they're completely different games. Uh, they're like top down. Or like third, 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 uh, third quarter over the shoulder view, um, almost completely turn based, and that's where the VAT system is coming out of. It's it's a holdout from Fallout's one and two, um, and I don't know where those two take place because I didn't play. I didn't really get a chance to play those two. I played the the demo for one when it first came out and I loved it, but I didn't get a chance to play the first either of those two. But they're not. Outside of like the the really true hardcore Fallout fandom, you don't hear people talk about those. And again, it's just because there's not really a lot of relation between them and three. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I think I have to keep my eye out for that. Interesting. Interesting stuff in the future. Um, speaking of other interesting stuff, we are finally. We're finally beginning to see bits and pieces of the post-Secret Wars Marvel Universe. Um, a couple weeks ago, they did the whole, like, oh, it's going to be eight months later, dealy. Um, but then they're, they're slowly releasing teaser images. Uh, it was announced this weekend at uh, New York Special Edition that... Bendis is going to be writing uh, the I, the uh, the Iron Man book with art by David Marquez. Uh, 
apparently. And like they're like they're like the visions get in a book. Um, it's a lot of weird stuff. I mean, they still have like uh, Jane Foster, Thor, and Sam Wilson, Captain America, in these teaser images. But then they've got stuff like, hey, here's Citizen V. You guys remember Citizen V, right? He's back with the vengeance, yo. Yeah, he's back with the vengeance. Yeah, they've got X-23 in a Wolverine costume. And it looks like there's probably going to be some holdovers from Secret Wars. Because Old Man Logan is there. And, like, Hyperion and some of the other... Um, uh, Red Wolf from the 1872 book is in the image is in the stuff as well so that's kind of wild yeah i don't know how to take all of that first off don't call it a reboot well yeah that's the thing it's like it's and that's, but and we're everyone, rebooting yeah everyone was all like oh man is it going to be a reboot and it's like no it's not it's it's the, it's like do you guys remember when marvel now happened because it's literally the same thing that they did with marvel now because this is what we do now, or all new now, or all, or as is the case now, all new, all different. I mean, I don't know what the fourth iteration is going to be called. Um, now or is? Yeah. Like data now hard. <laughs> it's now hard with a vengeance. Wait, that sounds dirty. Um, now harder. I saw a trailer on. for that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, and personally, I'm really enjoying Secret Wars. I'm enjoying the yeah. tie-ins that I've read. I think the main book is really pretty great. Uh, we're probably, I think we're probably going to do Book Club. I think we're scheduled to do Book Club next week, so I'm excited to talk about it on Book Club if other people have read it and are excited about it. Um, I expect to be street fared on, on... Yeah, I think that's probably, that's probably why we'll do Book Club next week. No, I mean, I figured, I figured since you and Jared would probably be big, busy doing street fair stuff that those of us that are not in Yellow Springs, we can maybe do, like, maybe we'll get Kenny and Kelly back on here. And maybe Travis, unless Travis is going to be at street fair helping you out, which he should. He should, but when I asked him about it, he was all, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. What's not uh, to know? I, I, I don't know right now. What's not to know? Next weekend. Anyway, all right. Well, I don't know the future. We'll get back to that. Get off my <laughs> Yeah. Um, one of the things that I saw in this that's kind of cool, and I, it's one of the, it was one of those things that as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's the Thing and Rocket Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy outfits. Yeah. Rocket's flipping off. Flipping people off. Well, it's like the, the, the thing of it is, is that a lot of people, in, 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 in a lot of ways, I think that the Fantastic Four is Marvel's version of Superman, where they're characters that people just, for the most part, tend not to like, and they also don't really know what to do with, but they're really popular, so you can't just not do anything with them, but I feel like pairing, at the very least, the thing with Guardians of the Galaxy, but possibly also, like, the entire Fantastic Four as a whole 
with those, like those two characters together, I feel like that's a perfect fit. Oh, they Cause, they cause announced they're... that Johnny Storm's going to be in the Inhumans book. All right. Well, I guess that's sort of a fit too. Uh, <laughs> that, made, and, that made me a lot sadder because it's like, look, again, I don't give a shit about the Inhumans. I just and the, don't. Invisible Woman's going to be in the S.H.I.E.L.D. book. So they're breaking up the band. So maybe the X-Men Fantastic Four birthers are right. Shit. Wow. I never thought about it like that. Which, no, they're not. Okay, first of all, they're not. They're never right. I believe it's, if it's... Uh, it, if you go to comicbook.com, we don't have the time to read the whole article out loud, which I kind of want to just read the whole article out loud. But I believe it was Lucas Siegel on comicbook.com had an article about why there's no... Like, why the, the licensing stuff is different for X-Men and Fantastic Four and how it has absolutely, completely, fuck all, nothing to do with the comics in any way, shape, or form, and vice versa. No, oh, yeah. But, oh, people yeah. Still, but people still fucking cling to it. I still see posts where they're like, oh, here's a t-shirt where they took out the Fantastic Four and they put in Daredevil. Obviously, that means they're never going to make a Fantastic Four comic again. Oh, wow. And that shit is insane. You people are fucking insane. That's why I call them X-Men Fantastic Four birthers. Because it's that level of logic. It's that level of just complete, nope, I'm abdicating all manner of, like, sense for this narrative that I have chosen to. It's like, I think I mentioned it before, there's that group, there's apparently some whole sub-message board on comic book resources where it's a group of people that are X-Men fans, and they're like, we don't like the way that Marvel handles the X-Men. They're ruining the franchise. It's their fucking franchise. Oh, yeah. That's like if your friend is remodeling their kitchen and you liked their old kitchen, but they're remodeling it to a different kitchen, you then tried to repossess their house because you don't like what they did to their kitchen. <laughs> like, what do you mean you're putting in, like, a, a, you're, you're moving, the, you're, you're changing your You're putting in an island. Yeah, no one, no one puts, you're getting rid of your breakfast nook? Fuck you! How dare you! The Give me your home! Like shit. Yeah, your home is now mine. Your home is now mine! I'm gonna save that breakfast nook! The X-Men are not a breakfast nook! <laughs> They're just floating out there in space. The no, breakfast that, nook. Well, that, and that's the thing, is that there was the, you know, there's the thing where it's like, you know, Axel Alonso was like, oh, there's gonna be a whole new world of X-Men uh, stories. And they're like, THEY'RE SENDING THEM INTO SPACE! They're sending him into the space to get rid of the X-Men, and they're completely getting him off the Earth so they don't have to deal with the Avengers because they don't have the movies. Because they don't want the movies to make money. Because Marvel's not going to promote someone else's mo someone else's movies. It's like... I... I don't think that's the case. No, uh, it absolutely 100% isn't the case. And if you think uh, that, you may have a mental disorder. Well... I mean, if we're friends, I guess we can still be cool. But, you know, it's not like you really love American Sniper or something. But, look, settle down. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, 
it's a very interesting article. It's like, yeah, that's why there's no... Because they have to share the licensing money with Fox. Like, they worked out a licensing deal uh, with Sony for Spider-Man licensing money. So that's why they still make Spider-Man stuff on t-shirts and action figures and video games and things like that. But they do less of it. It's like the, there was the was it the thing of statues, and they uh, that they were going to do a bunch of like uh, X Men statues, and then they canceled the license. It's like yeah, because they're not going to make as much money. They absolutely are going to do that. But they're not. I missed built- that one. Yeah, it's I, I it's one of those things. Like I just saw the headlines on there, mm-hmm. and it was and it was again. It's one of those things that the birthers were pointing at, going, "See, see, they're trying to get rid of the Fantastic Four and the X Men. See, see, look, look, they canceled these statues. That's why they haven't told us what they're doing with the X Men after Secret Wars. Nope, nope, not at all, not even remotely c- correct." in any way, shape, or form. This is, you know, and they're probably... Well, I don't know. It's, because... You, you, know, you, I know, kn- you know why they haven't told us what they're doing with the X-Men after Secret Wars? They're saving it for San Diego. They're saving it for San Diego, or also because Secret Wars kind of just got started. Yeah. It's not over yet. I mean, yeah, it's like I think it's interesting that they, you know... If they want to start announcing creative teams, I think, yes, do that. Like, saying, oh, yeah, Bendis is going to be doing Iron Man. Okay, that's interesting. I like the idea of Bendis writing Iron Man. I might read Iron Man now. All right. We'll see. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, Mark White's writing an Avengers book? Yeah, that'll probably be I mean, pretty cool. I mean, if it's, the, if it's the team from the Free Comic Book Day book, that'll be interesting because inherently I kind of just don't, agree with that team because I'm weird about Avengers. Hmm. It's mainly because I don't understand why if you're going to have a team that's the Avengers that you put on uh, what is it? Three people that are basically children. Yeah, Miss Marvel. It's Yeah, Ms. Marvel, uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and uh, like, what is it? He's like eight-year-old Nova whoever the fuck he is. He's like 14. I feel like every time I hear about this kid, he gets younger. Pretty soon he's going to be a goddamn toddler flying through space. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I don't understand why they're on the team with the professional superheroes. They should be in professional superhero school, learning about how to be professional superheroes. If I'm not mistaken, Well, they tried that book. You could still do it. You could still keep doing that book. That book makes sense. I mean, granted, this is comic books and everything, and stuff maybe doesn't need to make sense, but... You know, it's just weird to me. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. If Mark Wade's writing it, I will probably read it. Because it will probably be interesting. Yes. In, on, uh, in an interview on CBR, uh, Axel Alonso said that they've, they're going to be doing weird shit to the Hulk. Yeah, it's not going to be Bruce Banner anymore. I think it'll be interesting to see weird shit to do with the Hulk, you know? I like that stuff. You know, so we'll we'll see. It's like, now is the time to begin to sort of do those, like, little teaser-y things. Change so. shit up a little bit. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. 
Unless you're Superman, then it fucking hurts. Well, Tony, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying it might hurt. It Well, it might hurt. Like, okay, this week, I went to read uh, Action Comics, because now, thankfully, Convergence is over. I still don't understand what happened at the end of Convergence. Everything came back. It, yeah. Spoilers. I don't... At, I mean, I no, the, I, I read the end of Convergence. I still don't know what happened at the end of Convergence, but whatever. It's done. We don't have to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but, also... It's, 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 it, it, to me, it was kind of an ultimate fanboy way to fix things. We're like, no, it, everything going back to the original crisis... Yeah, we're going to just go ahead and say that never happened. So all these worlds still exist. Yeah. I, your your favorite your favorite Superman story still exists. Which you know you what? Know? You know what though? It always did cuz they wrote it down and printed it and you could have reread it. So it always it always did. It's like the it's like the people who lost their minds after New 52. We were like, well, does the killing joke count? Did the did the killing joke count? Is well, yeah. It, is it no, real? They're... Did it count? It's did like, he cripple that chick or not? Yeah, like I can imagine. I can. Im- I just imagine. It's well, it's like with the Archie stuff too. Like when like they announced that like he was going to marry Veronica, and there was the guy that like sold like thirty or forty years worth of Archie books. Because yeah, like, like I had that insane collection. He sold yeah. them all right there on the spot. Yeah, because he was like, he heard that they said, oh, he's going to marry Veronica. Didn't even wait for the book to come out. It's just like, nope. Nuh-uh. <laughs> no. So it's like, I just picture, like, these people, like, standing with mat, like, with, holding a match over at, like, a gasoline-soaked collection of comic books. Did it count? <laughs> did, tell did, me did, now. Did, tell me now. Does it count? Or not. Um, but, I mean, but but anyway, so convert. At convert, least yeah. I'm getting the legion again. Are you? Uh, I can dream. I mean, they haven't announced. I mean, they might. They haven't announced the legion book. You know, I mean, they they should. I mean, it's one of it's one of their big franchises. Give it a try. Find someone out there that has a good idea to write a legion book. I wish Jeff Johns would come back. I wish Jeff Johns would be Jeff Johns. That too. You know? But anyway, I'm reading um, the Action Comics book. I, I still have a fondness for Superman. I don't really know why. Nothing wrong with that. But I do find him an interesting character. Superman's great. He's a fucking paragon. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> I was like, like, and so the, I liked, and they were like, oh, the guy who wrote American Born Chinese is going to be writing the new book. I'm like, okay. You know, and Greg Pak's a good writer, so I'm yeah. like, actually, you know, and so it's like they're doing this whole, like, truth story. And then, you know, which they had already, like, put out in the Free Comic Book Day book, the whole, everyone knows that Clark Kent is Superman. Which... Okay, that's a weird fucking direction. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's fucking weird. It could be interesting, but it's fucking weird. So I'm like, all right, here's this action comic book. It's the action comics issue. It's the first one of that. I pick it up. I start reading it. Initially, 
it is in fact like a direct continuation of the eight page preview that they did for oh. everything. Like if you read that preview, you're like, oh yeah, this continues the whole thing right after. Because those previews too, like Tony, since I get all my stuff digitally, I don't see these things as they as they appear in the real world. But all of the convergence, like the second month books, they all had like the, these eight page previews in the back, right? Uh. Like, they all had, like, but, like, yes. different ones, though, was my understanding. Like, ones that had nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Are you fighting a cat? I am. She's so cuddly right now, and I don't want to have to... This is, this is a terrible problems. situation. Yeah, man, cat problems. Like, I feel you. We've all been there. Hey, you know, I've got 99 problems, but... No. That ain't one. Yeah, because you don't have cats. Um, I got dogs. They're worse. But... <laughs> but it's like, it'd be there'd be things like, oh, here's the eight-page preview for the Harley Quinn book. It's in the back of, like, Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm like, that's such a weird fucking system. Yeah. But they're also... You can just download them on Comixology free as their own. That makes books. a lot more sense. Yeah, which is what I did. I'm like, no, I'm just going to do that. Because I don't know if they're in the digital editions that you buy in Comixology or not. Hmm. Like, whatever. I'll do that. So, like, yeah, I mean, I read the Action Comics one. I was like, alright, cool. But it starts off and it's like, yep, here is Superman with kind of no powers wandering around in sort of Alaska. I'm like, Okay. And then, like, on the second page, you're like, you know, it's him talking about, like, oh, yeah, everybody knows that I'm Clark Kent. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> you haven't, in the, the Free Comic Book Day book, you just showed that that was a thing that happened. Okay. And then, on the page, it's like, see Superman 41 for the details. And I'm like, oh, I must have missed that issue of Superman. Nope. Okay. Yeah, so I go to Comixology to buy it. Superman 41 comes out on the 24th. <laughs> so... Something else comes out that day. Well, I'm just like, are you serious? So the first part of your story, like, you still haven't actually done the thing that's the story yet. Because Superman, because I read the end of Superman 40, and literally the end of Superman 40 is Lois Lane going, holy shit, Clark Kent is Superman. And then in the free comic book day book, it's like, Lois Lane told everybody that I was Superman. And you still haven't actually shown the scene. And then that was like almost two months ago. Wow. You know what That's I mean? how you're going to do that? Like, <sighs> yeah. And that's, and again... I haven't read a lot the past couple weeks. Yeah, I haven't but, read any of the converting stuff. But here's the thing, and Tony, you mentioned this online. They started doing the whole... They started bringing back the mid-page ads. Yeah. DC books. Yeah, they did. And I haven't seen, like... 
like what they are you know what i mean like i haven't like seen anything about like this is what the page looks like i'm sure it's pretty easy to find but wow it's not just it's not good i really wanted to hold hold judgment because they i mean you know they back in the day they did that and it worked fine so i was really trying to you know hold my tongue about it until i saw the physical object in my hand but first one of those I opened up and saw the ads on the bottom of the pages that is ugly and it's not aligned with how we script comics as a community anymore uh, apparently um, Capullo was pissed because it meant he had to go back and rework like three issues of Batman scripts and thumbnails and stuff. Yeah, I'm not I'm not pleased. That that, I, that means they're taking more away from more story pages away, essentially, not, right? Not necessarily. I think um, cuz it could it could be the same amount of like, you know, per square inch ad space just split differently. I didn't take the time to do the math on that yet. But yeah, I think Jonathan brought home a pile of comics, but I don't know. I don't think he reads anything DC. Well, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Call him a racist. <laughs> yeah, he, may, I, he, may, he may have some Batman in there. I don't know. But also, too, it's like, because was it during the Convergence books? Or is uh, it no, just, it just started. I think it just started this week. So it's so it's yeah, because this is the first week. Only versus Justice non- League. Convert, yeah, because they. I haven't like digitally, like I said, like the only stuff that I've read is has been Star Wars, Secret Wars, and Renew Your Vows, and I got like a couple pages into Action Comics before we before I got distracted and was doing something else today. Because I didn't buy comics till Friday morning, and mm. I read those first three before work, and then Friday night, I you know I had shit to do all night. Oh, Renew Your Vows is so good. Renew Your Vows is pretty wild, man. It's a wild fucking book. It just... It it, it touched me. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. So, I mean, I'm interested to see, like, as I get into reading more of the DC stuff digitally. Because, like, what does that mean? Because you don't have any ads when you buy a book on Comixology. Right. Right. So it's like well, you'll probably just get the panels and then just move straight to the next panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which book it was that I was looking at that that had that. Was it the Green Lantern? No, I've got Justice League. It, I uh, this is the part of the start of the Dark Side stuff. I was like, all right, I'll come back to Justice League for this. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you look at, like, the dark side stuff, I mean, kind of going aside from the ad thing for a second, and one of the things, you know, DC said that they've really sort of, like, changed up the way they're doing their editorial stuff, and, you know, Dan DiDio's been like, yeah, you know, we're really, like, we're kind of backing off a little bit uh, editorially. We're letting the people sort of, like, do the stuff that they want to do. Which is like, wow, what a shocking concept. Um, but I, like, I, it's so weird to me that like st- stuff like that Superman book happens, 
But then you look at the stuff that's going on in Justice League, and it's like, there's Bruce Wayne hanging out as Batman. Yeah. Like now, see, I haven't read the end of Endgame, so I don't even know what happens. Well. Uh, he gets lost in space. <laughs> Damn it, Batman. He gets turned into a black woman. <laughs> I would read that. Yeah. It would be interesting. And still Batman. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's he has just to, the woman. He has, to be, he has to be called Dark Lady Batman now. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, no, I gotta I figure mean, out where I'm at. But read the end of Endgame. Because, mm. I mean, look, Bruce Wayne's not Batman anymore. I'll tell mm. you I'll tell you that much. The giant mecha suit Batman, that's not Yeah, Batman. that's for Commissioner Gordon. The fucking... They have it on the poster for DCU. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's, so you don't have Commissioner Gordon Batman in a Justice League book. And I'm also willing to bet you don't have vastly depowered Superman in the Justice League Dark Side War book either. So it's like, again, it's this whole thing of like... like Are those they're... books still five years apart? No. No. The only five years that... apart Justice League story was that first arc. So the rest of the Justice League stuff should be, con- and that's, and again, it's like that's the thing is like DC. It's like you kind of you you you're always almost there. Yeah. Because apparently, one of the things that they were like, we're not going to be burdened down with trying to like lock in continuity everywhere anymore. We're going to be a lot freer. That's why we're doing the uh, the six like the six pack book, and that's why we're doing the Bizarro book because it's like it's not in regular continuity. It's more of like a humor kind of book, you know. But in the Batmite book, and it's like yeah, it's like but you're or Prez, like Prez is completely different. Prez is in like a completely. Like I read the preview of that; and it looks awesome. I'm gonna read the shit out of that book. It's completely not in the regular DC universe at all. Great, fantastic. It doesn't need to be. But if you're gonna do this thing where Bruce Wayne isn't Batman anymore, and Superman doesn't have his powers. Don't in the Justice League book be all like, here they are with Powers and with Bruce Wayne. Like, do, or, I don't, you know, it's so, I mean, maybe we can just never be happy, I don't know. But it just seems like they make weird choices. And the, and the ads in the middle of the books, that's, Yeah. Uh, I haven't really read a lot of DC stuff, though, lately. Because of the whole convergence stuff. So, maybe I'll be getting back into it again. Well, yeah, I mean, there's def- I feel like there's a lot of DC stuff that is now going to be a bit better. So, you know. I hope so. Convergence was really... I wanted to like it, but it was really grueling. Yeah, it was not great. It was not, I mean, how, like, in terms of, like, responses from customers, like, how, how'd that end up working out for you guys? It was really grueling. It had about the same impact as a Villains Month or a Future's End Month, which is ultimately not great you know it's one of those we I've, I've still got a lot of those books yeah 
you know, it's the, the shitty scene of, like, making me order blind on this stuff. Um, conversely, I went really heavy on all the Secret Wars number ones, all the new Marvel number ones, and they've all been selling gangbusters. Yeah. And I, I guess we're, like, the only shop in the area that's not sold out on all of those. So, there's well, that. That's pretty cool, because really, like... I've liked the majority, like, almost all of the Secret Wars ones that I've read, I've really liked. Yeah. And I feel like that's just, I mean, you know, we joked about how similar these two events were, but, I mean, they were handled, they, you know, they've been handled completely differently. Yeah. For real. I feel like the Marvel, like the stuff that they did in the Marvel books, are way more interesting. I'm well, just sorry. just from a fiscal standpoint. You know, you know, you know, I hate giving Marvel shine, but they've they've done it completely right for me, sales wise. Like their customers are hyped; they're coming in looking for those books. They want them. They're buying them. They're excited about it, and they're asking when the next one's coming out. That was not the case with Convergence. Yeah. People were sitting out Convergence. They're going, I'm coming back to DC in two months. You know, the Marvel cats are being like, no, no, what's up with this? I want more of it. Now, now, now. Yeah. So that's that's significant. I, I would, and you know, going back to that teaser image, like, I would totally be okay with them devoting a shitload of their publishing output to books that are like what they're doing with the Secret Wars books. You know, like, I, I would read, like, I, I've only read the first issue so far, but I would read 30, 30 to 40 issues of Planet Hulk. <laughs> I'd read 50 issues of Old Man Logan. Like, if you just did, like, hey, and, like, in the way that, like, it's the same creative team, like, like kind of like an image book sort of deal, where it's like they just kind of come up with this insane concept, but using the actual Marvel characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you just were like, nope. I mean, and granted, some of that stuff is still really tied to Secret Wars, like, as a thing. Like, they all sort of, like, mention... Yeah, that's all they all, they all mention the wall and doom. Yeah, it's like they, it's like they so you, it's like you you know that oh this is part of a bigger thing, but they all totally stand on their own. Yeah. You know, like renew your vows completely stands on your own as a book. And some of the stuff and it's like and the same thing with like A Force, like yeah, like I finally got around to reading A Force and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is really good." Yeah, it was. I did read that. And granted, like, I I get, like, there's definitely been people that are like, well, these are completely and totally not new user-friendly. I kind of get that, but at the same time, so what? Yeah. I don't... I, I think we've we've really reached the model where Marvel and DC aren't supposed to be new user friendly. You want new user friendly, you go to Image or Dark Horse or Boom. Yeah. Well, also too, it's like, I, yeah, like new user friendly, like I feel like that's just like, you're chasing unicorns at this point. It's also not really fair to people like us. 
Well, no, I don't give a shit about that. Been, no, no, I'm like, re- no, fuck that. I had to jump in. <laughs> you well, jump yeah. in too. This yeah, is no. how you learn to swim. I mean, no, I, yeah, in, in that regard, yes. Okay, I, I agree with you. But like, yeah, just... You put it, that it, on Twitter that you agreed to meet with me tonight on something. I, I technically agreed with you. I would say I totally agree with oh, you. Oh, okay. We'll yeah. Um... This isn't a Frank's Red Hot situation, all right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, the idea of, um, like, I mean, and granted, when they, when Marvel, like, with the big Marvel people at, like, C2E2 and everything were, like, anybody who's read, who, even people who've never read a comic before could pick up Secret Wars number one and read it and they'd be fine. That's bad. Yeah, no. That's, that's bullshit. That, that's bullshit. Like, don't, don't fucking, don't lie to my fucking face like that. <laughs> don't like, believe like, anything. Like, 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 it's a, it's a good book. I really enjoyed it. And I really, I mean, I enjoyed two and three a shitload more, but don't yeah. fucking lie to my face like that. That's bullshit. And I get like when they have first announced a force and even spider verse, when they announced those books, they're like, Oh yeah, we're just kind of continuing, um, you know, the, the, the story from spider verse. And you read the first issue of Spider-Verse, and it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not continuing that. St- I mean, it has some of the same characters, but you're not continuing that story. It's a completely different story. And the same thing with A-Force. A-Force, you know, when they first announced it, you're just like, oh, it's just an all-lady team of Avengers. Okay. And then it's like, nope, it's a completely different world, though. Yeah. And again, that's fine, but... Still. Yeah. So we'll see. I think we're, uh, I think we'll talk about it a lot more next week on Book Club. We'll get get into the nitty gritty. Didn't have time to talk about Star Wars. Maybe we'll give people another week on the spoiler for that. Because I didn't want it spoiled for me. Because I do read those books. And I definitely have some, I have some thoughts on just the Star Wars books in general. But, mm. you know, um, they're good. I like them. I like them despite the fact that they do a thing that I completely and totally disagree with, which is, I don't understand why you set the comic stuff between the two movies. Doesn't make any difference. Doesn't make any sense to me. I why they can rewrite Jedi. They're there you not, go. They're, they're not going to do that. Oh. Because because nothing that you do in the comics then is gonna, like will have any real consequences. Like you know, Luke Skywalker's not going to die because he shows up in Jedi because he shows up in fucking Empire Strikes Back. Oh my God! What if they kill him? That would be amazing. Oh. Like if they were just like all of a sudden they were like, bam, total swerve. We're completely well, rewriting. Empire and Jedi. Well, you they did it, it in like, the Glorious Bastards. That's true. true but with all of history. <laughs> wow! Like that should they, be Back to the Future Four. Is them going back in time glorious to stop bastards. the Glorious Bastards? <laughs> Marty, they're, they're like, and you know why? It's because <laughs> if the Quentin Tarantino, because I saw a thing about this today, if the Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez movies are in fact shared universe movies. 
which they apparently are, then we know from Planet Terror that the world gets taken over by crazy plague zombies. And then also Machete has to go into space. (laughs) I can't wait for that, by the way. (laughs) I don't know, does that make me a bad person? A little bit. Okay, that's fair. I guess. I'll take the lumps, as it were. Yeah, yeah they, they showed off, apparently, he showed, or Tarantino showed off 70-millimeter footage of The Hateful Eight this weekend to people. I can't wait for a real trailer for that. Yeah. I'm real excited. I'm real excited. Like, man, I gotta get back into watching Tarantino movies. Anyway, like so... Three so, hours long. Yeah. Next week... Next week is book club, which who knows that could end up being three hours long. We don't know because it's book club and that's how we do. Um, that would do. But yeah, Tony, good luck at street fair. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I, I don't I'm, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's going. If you like... if you go if you go to Derby City, there's definitely a chance I might think about coming up for Derby City. Uh oh. Because Louisville's, Louisville's only like two hours away, two and a half hours. And I actually do, I was going to say I own my own vehicle, but I totally don't really own my own vehicle. I own it with my girlfriend who bought it for me. So I just drive it every day. So I have to drive every day. But it's cool. You know, I can I can drive up, hopefully bring them with me because they liked when they went for Derby City one year. Was it last year? It was last year, I think. Yeah. So, and I know that they and they had a good time. A lot of it will depend on whether or not Jonathan has to work, because he has to work a lot of Saturdays. Fuck him. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll just go by ourselves, and then he'll just be really sad. Um, oh. Well, you know. Party wish, without him. Yeah. You know, as as a wise man once said, "Fuck him." <laughs> but wow. yeah, that's the show. Um. End on a high note. Yeah. We'll uh we'll we'll see you guys next week. I was, really, I was really expecting Tony to try to hit it with a high note. Why? Hit it with a high note! He's never done uh-huh. that. This has been a presentation of Superfly Comics and Games. Find out more by going to superflycomics.com where you can buy digital comics through Comixology. Superfly ships worldwide and Superfly podcast listeners get 20% off their purchases. You can also shop with them through their store on eBay. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Superfly Comics, Twilight Tony, Real King Travis, JFX316, and Demon Weasel. Plus, you can use the hashtag SuperflyPodcast when talking about the show. Get in touch with us via email at SuperflyComics at gmail.com, through Superfly Comics and Games on Facebook, for Jared's music, search for JFX316 on Google. For Thatcher's writing, go to DemonWeasel.com. You can find all the shows at the Podcast Network on PCN.PillowsOnPages.com, and you can click the Subscribe tab to get the show through iTunes or other podcast service. Plus, you can search for us directly on iTunes, TalkShoe, and Stitcher, where you can leave us a five-star review for awesomeness. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.